When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you could have first heard this episode nine months ago if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clement's each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Hotbody Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney, so what? Welcome to History Box. Um, we're currently looking at the John Darwin uh, canoe disappearance, uh, life insurance fraud case from 2007. And we've just reached the stage where he disappears we've done the background stuff we've done um, Cheryl Cole's possible takeover at Newcastle United as manager we've done the bizarre life and we've done uh, Glenn Hoddle so let's get on now back to the disappearance of John Darwin it says here of course if you're not familiar with this we're working solely from the Wikipedia page of this incident Uh, disappearance Darwin was seen paddling out to sea in his kayak on the 21st of March 2002 at Seton Carew, which of course is where he bought two houses in December 2000, the debts from which caused him to talk about faking his own death. Now, later the same day, it says he was reported as missing after failing to report to work. Uh, He was working as a prison officer. Um, A large-scale sea search took place during which 62 square miles of coastline were searched. That's a big old fucking search, isn't it? Yeah. I bet he um, wasn't expecting that, because I bet when he was planning it, he was going, end of the day, I fuck off on a fucking kayak. No one's going to fucking notice. Yeah? You report me missing. They might, you would expect, you think they might send out a fucking boat for half hour to have a poke yeah. about. If I'm yeah. not there, they're just like, it's just too much admin to carry on. He wasn't expecting he was this. Yeah, he was in a canoe and he had come back. Oh, well, he'd dead. Yeah, that's, that's, sorry, that's what you would dead. expect. I bet he was fucking fuming when they did all of this. Yeah, They got the fucking helicopters out. They got the fucking frogmen the lot. I wonder when he came out of the sea and where he went straight away. Cause, um, that's what I really want to know yeah like it doesn't yeah, actually say how he did it. it yeah it says there was no sign of him although a double ended paddle was retrieved from the sea near Seton Carew the next day later on 22nd of March the next day the wreckage of his kayak was found as well the North Sea was unusually calm and rescuers were puzzled that Darwin could have got into trouble in such conditions. I've so got to create some wreckage. Now, <laughs> I need to get some wreckage because that's that'll make it look authentic. So I can either create my own wreckage or I can go on eBay and see if anyone's selling some wreckage. 
<laughs> but I'll have to set up a separate eBay account and I'll have to do it at maybe the computers at the library so I don't leave a trail back to my old computer. Now, because if not, the first thing they're going to do is check me Google history and think, aye, aye, he's been looking yeah. to buy wreckage. And I'll go I'll go down there with a false beard on, down the library, have a go on Chase their computers and have a, go, have a look on eBay for canoe wreckage. <laughs> Pre-wrecked canoe. I'll take that in my normal canoe, right? I'll (laughs) sprinkle out the canoe wreckage once I get to a particular spot. Then with the actual canoe itself, I'll just have to carry that with me for a few days when I continue on foot. Fuck, I need to know what the wreckage was. How wrecked was it? Oh, I'm looking at... um, Is this a, a, a news story from the Hartlepool Mill from the time? Ah, they've deleted it. Bastards. That's too much of that happening these days. All stories being deleted from local newspapers online. Why? Is is this one of your bugbears? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, this is a story. It's a link from the Wikipedia page and it's from the Hartlepool Mail in 2002. And it says, missing canoeist, wreck is found. So I want to know if there's going to be more details there about how wrecked it was. Mm. But no. But he he was already missing canoeist at that point. So... Let's think about this. There's wreckage out there, a double-ended paddle. How has the canoe got wrecked at sea? You reckon he's took wreckage out? Uh, he's that taken wreckage out in a rucksack. He's logged all the wreckage into rucksack. the sea. Nah, I mean... Can you can you fit a wrecked canoe into a rucksack? It depends how wrecked it is, because if it got smashed into tiny, tiny, tiny smithereens, bits... Yes, the smithereens. But then, the obviously, the rescuers are going to go, smithereens. this looks like a fucking torpedo's hit it. He was only fucking, yeah. like, doing a bit of kayaking off the sh- fucking coast of sea and Karoo. On some fairly still waters. He's not in the Let's Bermuda Triangle. What the fuck? I mean, either that, or he took something with him, like an axe... But then he's carrying the axe around afterwards, which is going to draw attention. And also, they'll be able to see this look like any fucking rescuer worth their salt is going to have a look and go, hmm, this looks like axe damage to me. <laughs> this looks like Not a torpedo hu- damage a hum- or shark damage. A human has set about this with an axe. That's suspicious. When the fucking Norwich Union send their loss adjuster around. Let's have a fucking pipe at this wreckage. Oh, no, 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 no. No, I'm not signing this off. Look at that. That's fucking axe markings. That's not natural fucking wreckage. That's man-made wreckage. The cunt's still alive somewhere. It's fucking obvious. It's as plain as the nose on my face. I mean, as far as I'm aware, his wife's written a book, which I really want to read now. He hasn't spoken, I don't think, about this at all. I don't even know where he is now. He's kept his powder dry, but I tell you what, I cannot believe... That ITV have not made a drama ah, starring J- uh-huh. Jimmy Nesbitt as John Darwin. Now, hang on. I've gone right down to the end of the, the thing, and it says in 2021, an ITV four part miniseries yes. uh, was in production. It's called The Thief, His Wife, and the Canoe. And is and it Jimmy Nesbitt? If I got that right, Ed- then the cosmos is at play. Ah, uh, Sadly not. It's Eddie Marson. Oh, yeah, he's great. He's good. great for and, a role like that, in fact, isn't he? Yeah. And Monica Dolan is um, going to play his wife. Do you remember the um, the thing about Fred and Rose West called Appropriate Adult? Yes. She played Rose West in that. She was really good in that. Oh, yeah, she's superb. 
She was yeah. she fucking stole the show. Yeah. So um Rose she West is gonna I know be... this sounds sort of a self evident thing to say, Andy, but Rose West was like super mad, wasn't she? Yeah. She's still alive, isn't she? Fucking hell, she was proper but she was so mad she made Fred West look like pretty sane. Well that's the thing. That's the thing the theory is that she was the brains behind it all. Yeah. But I mean fucking she went to prison, right? And got herself romantically involved with Myra Hindley. Fuck She's like, man. I'm not fucking about. I'm going into prison and I'm going to make a name for myself. I'm not going to sit in the corner doing crocheting and baking fucking fairy cakes. <laughs> what are you going to do on your first day? Right. I'm going to... I'm going to fuck Myra Hindley. <laughs> I'm going to les up with Myra Hindley, yeah. I'm going to les fuck Myra Hindley. What? It's... Hey, I'm Rose West. I'm what, I've been trying to fucking tell you this. I'm the maddest bastard in Britain. <laughs> What what do they all say you should do on the first day in a new job? Punch the biggest bloke. This is the equivalent of this. I'm going to les fuck Myra Hindley. You know I'm going to lick out Myra Hindley. <laughs> right. Where's Hindley? I want to see her now. Send her to my cell. <laughs> I want her naked in my cell in 10 minutes. If not, people are going to start getting fucking sparked out. <laughs> fucking hell. Whoa, yeah. What a fucking weird, weird old business. Weird dynamic. Mm. So yeah, there is a TV series in production, so that'll come soon. Um, something to look forward to, isn't it? Yeah. So maybe that'll shine a light on what, how he fucking did this. And, the, uh, the wreckage question. Smashed up the wreckage question. This episode itself is just the wreckage question. Mm. It's not though. There's more. So yeah, rescuers were puzzled that Darwin could have got into trouble in such conditions. Um, so immediately suspicion was raised. Uh, the next section on the Wikipedia page is called Missing Years, because, of course, he was missing for a long time. It says, During the years that Darwin was presumed dead, he lived for some time in a bedsit next door to the family home. So I guess this was one of the bedsits that the uh, the Darwins themselves were yeah. renting out. So he's in a bedsit. Uh, he, th- he then secretly moved back in with his wife, Anne, in February 2003. So... The two sons knew nothing about any of this until it was exposed in 2007. Yeah. So I wonder what was going on there. He was obviously in the house all the time with Anne. Um, he must have hid in the attic or whatever when the kids came round. Yeah. Or they didn't come round. I don't know. So that's in itself quite yeah, suspicious. Yeah, it, this is like in um, Arrested Development, the great sitcom Arrested Development. The dad is supposed to be dead and hiding up in the attic, yeah. isn't he? He did, and yeah. he's all that like he'll come down and like yeah. kiss his wife and then skate back up when the kids Go come back around up again. <clears throat> it's not a bad life, is it? What you it's mean? Not the worst life you, you get. St- you still get to sleep with your wife, but you don't have to deal with the kids. <laughs> yeah, you spend all your time with the attic. But lots of men do this with sheds and things, don't they? Yeah, or up on the roof. It's not unusual. Um, so a death certificate was issued stating that he had died on the 21st of March 2002. This allowed his wife to claim his life insurance. It says here that it was alleged that £25,000 was paid out from UNAT Direct Insurance Management Limited. Now, I thought there was two hundred and fifty grand that was going to be paid out. That's what it said earlier. Um, but it says twenty five grand was paid out. Sometime that year, 2002, a tenant of the block of bedsit flats that the Darwins owned, a man called Lee Weirdrop recognised Darwin and asked him, 
aren't you supposed to be dead? Fucking hell. To which, Dar- to which Darwin replied, don't tell anybody about this. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Yeah, I think... Okay. Oh, I meant, I meant to tell you, Anne, um, one of the uh, tenants saw me and recognised me earlier. Oh, no! Oh, my God! Oh, our whole scam is lies in tatters. What did you do? No, don't worry, don't worry. I simply said, I asked him not to tell anyone about this. I think, I think it'll be fine. I think it'll be all right, yeah. He seems like an honest lad. <laughs> but then, well, it, it says, Weirdrop later said that he hadn't told the police because he did not want to get involved. Sometimes that's the best way, Sam. Yeah. Sometimes turning a blind eye is well, yeah, the best thing. yeah, grass. I mean, imagine that. <clears throat> Excuse me, I've got a fake death to report. <laughs> yeah. Has <laughs> there been a murder? Has there been a serious assault? Has someone started a fire? No, he's just pretending to be dead. So I so he I tell get you. the insurance money and I just want to stand <laughs> up for the insurance firms. <laughs> Fuck the insurance firms. I'm going to say it, mate. Insurance scams are great. I've never done one. I've never done one. I haven't got the courage. I can't be bothered. But I am not going to condemn anyone who scams an insurance firm. He needs to be brought to justice because everyone's premiums will rise. There's such a thing as fair play. This is England. We play by cricket rules. (laughs) Oh, oh man, no, I was watching, cunt. If I'd seen I was watching him. a clip of, of Angela Rayner, the Labour oh, yeah. um, deputy yeah. leader, yesterday, and she was, she was talking about uh, Boris Johnson's continual fucking transgressions and all this. Yeah. And she said, she said, if there's one thing the British public um, appreciate, it's playing by the rules. And I thought, is it fuck? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I agree with what you're saying, and that Johnson is my a advisors. My advisors for- have staged a focus group, and I am told that fair play is prominent amongst <laughs> people's priorities. <laughs> well, is your advisor, fun? you've been misinformed, you daft cow. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So Weirdrop didn't want to get involved. Um, didn't want to be a grass. Uh, in 2004, the Darwins decided to move abroad, considering Cyprus. John Darwin applied for and obtained a passport using the false name John Jones. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my name. Yes, I didn't realise I'd have uh, to give one. Is it, is it um, mandatory that I give a name when applying for a passport? I can't just have that bit blank. No, 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 it's not a question mark. I'd just rather not have my name on there for personal reasons. Oh, you definitely, I have to give it to you. All right, my name, yes. Uh, oh, that's no problem. My name is um, John, John Jones. Oh, fuck. <laughs> it's like, he's gone, it's John. Oh, fuck, no. Um, uh, <laughs> should have thought, I should have thought of another one. Uh, no. Uh, yeah, it's too late now. Uh, jo- oh, jo- oh, John, John, John. Sorry, John, John. No, John Jones, I mean. Yeah, John Jones, John, put that down. John, uh, John Window. No. Uh, uh, oh, you need a photo. Is it all right if I just send you a drawing of my face? I'm a good drawer, like. <laughs> I've been going to night classes and I enjoy the practice. <laughs> John Jones. John Jones. He, fucking hell, he, mate. He, he applied for a passport using the false name John Jones, but using his true home address. Ah, yeah, I mean, just no problem. I can give you that. That's one yeah. thing I can give you. Jalapeño. 
A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Jalapeño. So what I've done here is I've given you 85% of my true details, but I've changed his surname to Jones. John Jones. <laughs> But the, oh. you, you got to say, mate, these are this is a litany of fucking really basic schoolboy errors, right? Mm. Like, first of all, the canoe thing, mm. a smashed up canoe on calm waters, right? Second of all, he fucking bumps into someone who recognises him and he just leaves it like, ah, not a big deal. I mean, if it yeah. was a film, a fictionalised film, he would have killed that person. <laughs> Because he'd have Hopefully, to, yeah. right? And, yeah. And that, and now the whole John Jones and giving his real dress, and yet he wasn't. He stayed on the run successfully for five years. It shows how easy it is. I mean, it makes you think. If you did it yeah. in a more thorough way, you could probably yeah. do it long term. <laughs> yeah, it was really half-assed, wasn't it? If yeah. you'd done it properly. But five years like, is a long time to just be fucking like, large in it without well, any responsibilities. Uh, I live in the bed, sit next door. Then, oh, fuck it, it's going all right. I'll just move back in with the missus and then we'll go to Cyprus. <laughs> no, no, fucking be right. notice. I'll just get a passport. But you're supposed to be dead, John. Don't worry, I'll just change my name to, like, I don't know, John Jones or something like that. <laughs> I mean, the fucking next paragraph is incredible because the cunt gets all over the place. So, in November 2004, with his, armed with his new passport, his John Jones passport, yeah. the couple visit Cyprus to investigate buying property there. Yeah. You can't stop. You can't stop buying property. Um, in May 2005, an angler, Matt Orty, claimed to have met Darwin, who was going under the name uh, John Williams. Yeah. Yeah, like the jo- composer. John Williams, him who wrote all the music for Jaws and that. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, no, that is me. Yeah. That's how I got the money to buy this place in Cyprus. Yeah, oh yeah, the the snooker referee John Williams. Yeah, that's 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 my brother. Yeah. <laughs> so now what happens was I actually wrote the Star Wars music, and now because they've brought them back again, I'm getting an extra payout. And when it came through in a check from George Lucas, I thought, right, don't waste it like you did with the first time round. Invest it. So I thought straight to Cyprus. To buy a little villa <laughs> with this money. <laughs> so he meets an angler called John, uh, called Matt, Matt Orty, and Darwin calls himself John Williams, at a lake near Penzance in Cornwall. So this is 2005, this is a sighting. Um, when back at home, Darwin is reported to... I mean, Matt Orty, right, this is 2005, so he remembers this, what, two years later? Yes, I remember breaks. the man by the lake. I John remember Williams. the man remember by the name. lake who went by the name of John Williams. I remember at the time thinking there was something suspicious about him. I thought he doesn't seem like a musician. I made a note oh. at the time in case I ever was asked to do any grassing. I make a lot of <laughs> <Yeah>. grassing notes. 
<laughs> I write down all the names of people I meet, strangers, and I do little sketches of their faces. <laughs> you never know so when you John... may be called upon to do your public duty as a grass. <laughs> <laughs> so Darwin is away fucking fishing in Penzance in 2005. He's living quite the life uh, for a man who's faked his death. And it says, when back at home, Darwin is reported to have spent most of his time on the internet. Hang on. <clears throat> where he encountered a woman from Kansas in the US <laughs> whom he flew out to meet. Oh, my God, John. Jesus this is not fucking on. After Christ. everything you put your wife through, <clears throat> and now you're supposed to be fucking just living in a box in the bed set, and you're actually <sighs> flying to try and get off with some birds you met on the internet. It's disgusting. He's scouring the internet for American fanny. <laughs> Best thing about so, faking your own death is the amount of fanny you can get out of it. It's a, it's an absolute clean slate. You can start again. Start from scratch. You can be who you want to be. And if your Me, wife tries to pull you up on it, you've just got the trump card, haven't you? Listen, I'm dead, so technically this don't count. What are you going to do about it? Yeah, I'm John Jones. I'm not the man you married. I'm John Jones. Or, if I'm fishing in Cornwall, John Williams. <laughs> International funny hunter. John, John Williams for UK funny hunting. John Jones... <laughs> For international funny hunting. <laughs> and when I'm back here, I'm home with you, fucking miserable John Darwin, dead bloke, just, still just, stuck you at don't home. Even need, you, you don't even need to use a surname, just call me John or Love. Or Dead John. <laughs> ghost John. <laughs> Have you ever had enough with a ghost? Well, <laughs> you're about to. You are now. It'll fucking send tingles down your spine, I tell you that. <laughs> so this is 2005. He's met uh, He's met the angler and he's met the woman from Kansas. He flew out by November. He was back in the UK and then he flew from Newcastle to Gibraltar. <laughs> and then he travelled on to El Puerto de Santa Maria. Woo! To view a £45,000, 42-foot catamaran that he was considering buying. From a fucking... boat dealer called Robert Hopkin. <laughs> was that his real name? You know what? I'm thinking, you know what, Anne? No, 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 no. It's not another fanny hunting trip. Stop moaning about that. No. Life's I'm not all about that. thinking of buying, hear me out, a catamaran. Uh, what do you a think? A catamaran. <laughs> fucking big one. I found a geezer. On the internet, whose vlog it is. <laughs> but shouldn't we be keeping a low profile? Nah, it's fine. It's Everyone's all right abroad. Now about no one death. abroad knows who we are. Fucking hell. Um, March 2006. <laughs> I'll just read this sentence out in full. On 9th of March 2006, Darwin is reported to have signed a planning objection to a neighbour's building work Fucking using a false hell. name. Fucking hell. He's, just, he's getting cocky now, isn't he's he? really cocky, yeah. <laughs> Spending too much time on the internet, obviously. He's yeah. gone fucking part timbrel. He's objecting to fucking planning applications using a false name. Oh, John Canoe. <laughs> That's me name now. And Darwin and his wife began to consider Panama as a possible destination. Man alive. The way things you know, are going, spend... we might as well just go to fucking Panama. Mind you, it does you know feel what? as if anything goes in Panama, doesn't it? 
I think so. Yeah, well, there's the Panama Papers, isn't there? That came yeah. out a couple of years ago. They let that's, everyone. That's they let them all hide their money out in. there. And the weather's nice, so uh, it seems like the place to go. Yeah. Um, but I think you know in, during lockdown when a lot of people's consciousness shifted a bit, and let's just say a lot of people lost their fucking marbles mm. during proper lockdown. That's what he's been living through, hasn't he? And he's yeah. just spent all his time on the internet, and he's dreaming up plans of moving to Panama. Yeah, baking just, a lot of banana got, bread, doing yeah, the old Joe Wicks workouts. Yeah, yeah, watching all the box sets, uh, watching all Last of Summer Wine, watching the whole Minder series, even the yeah. ones after uh, Dennis Waterman left. I've watched <clears throat> fucking Minder three times through, Anne. Even the ones with Ray <laughs> Daly. I'm bored shitless. We've got to get out to Panama. <laughs> I've even been on eBay and I've bought the DVDs of the ones with Shane Ritchie. <laughs> Hasn't even got off the daily in it. I mean, this is—I know I'm in trouble now. We've got. There's only one thing for it: Panama and/or a catamaran. (laughs) (laughs) So he's signing planning objections. He's considering Panama. The couple then flew to Panama on 14th of July 2006. They were never at a fucking airports, were they? And they were photographed by a Panamanian property agent. And the resulting photograph was posted on the internet. Why? <laughs> Why? Why are they being photographed by a property agent? I gotta, I gotta need a photograph of you guys. Yeah, no problem at all. My name, oh yes, it's um, John Jones Williams. John Jones, I think. <laughs> Just right, John. That's probably simpler. Anyway, <laughs> here we go. Take away. Say cheese. <laughs> It was so, interesting is this all took place after 2001 when it when 9/11 happened because I was watching this show it reminds me a little bit of uh the serpent that show that the BBC showed in the summer which oh yeah, I, yeah. I loved I don't think you watched it did you I never watched that it, no it was really good I really liked it and um it was fucking tense and mm. but in it like it's a similar deal although this guy's a killer so it's like much worse but he's like you know, travelling the whole time. He's, like, being hunted the whole time, but he's so adept at, like, faking passports yeah. and shit. He just fucking constantly crosses borders all over the place and they can't catch him. He's really elusive. But you sort right. of think, in those days, you could just, like... I was telling my son yesterday, I was saying, oh, yeah, you used to be able to go and get temporary passports from the fucking post office and they'd just do them for you there and then at the counter and yeah, all you yeah. had to turn up with was a birth certificate, right? Yeah, and yeah, dog licence as well while you're there. Yeah, yeah. Just as a dog license while you're at it. I haven't got a dog, but it's worth having just in case. Put it in the, I'll put it in the drawer just in case. Just in case I find one. Right. Just for the dog's name, just put John. Yeah, I'll probably just call it John. Simple. Um, but like, <laughs> John you know, the dog. But past 2001, you know, yeah. travelling by air is a fucking pain in the ass. You, you feel, mm-hmm. you can't walk through an airport now without feeling like you're being watched and interrogated at every turn so that's what makes it so amazing that he managed to do this when i was a kid we used to be able to go to newcastle airport for like a day out and you'd go to what was called the viewing deck yes i did that yeah and you'd just go and watch the planes take it off and landing and stuff yeah look at the planes yeah great day out get a snack anymore get a snack yeah you're not allowed to do that anymore. What, because no, of terrorism? No, can't do it anymore. Yeah, yeah. It's all shut down now, yeah. What, You've because they'll be going watch somewhere. and make notes? I guess so, yeah. Ah, You've got to be plane, going somewhere to go to an airport. They're playing every day, land at four o'clock. Good, good. Yeah. We will be ready. 
<laughs> or whatever, right, whatever his terrorists do. Mm, we will be so, ready for um, when it lands to do our terrorismisms. So they're in Panama. Newspapers from February 2007 were later found in the boarded up gap between the Darwin's house and the bedsit where Darwin had hidden. Um, when was the investigation? That must have been after that then. December 2007. That was when Are you clicking something? No. That's just my um, knuckle clicking. I'm just clicking my knuckle, mate. Jesus Sorry. fucking Christ. Where where am I? Yeah. So there was newspapers in the boarded up gap between the house and the bedsit. In March 2007, we're getting close to this all being uncovered, the couple returned to Panama and formed a company called Jaguar Properties. Yeah, my name... <laughs> John Jaguar. <laughs> and that was in order to buy a two-bedroom apartment in El Dorado for £50,000. The bedsit house next to the family home was sold under the name of the Darwin's son, Mark. And the home had been transferred to Mark in 2006 and the proceeds from the sale were transferred to Panama. So they've sold that house. <clears throat> they bought themselves a two-bedroom flat, fifty grand in Panama, in El Dorado, no less. I don't know what El Dorado's like, but it sounds brilliant. Do you remember the soap opera, the ill-fated soap opera El Dorado? Yeah, that was, El Dorado. I quite yeah. liked that. Yeah, it was all right, wasn't it? Who was the um, baddie who was sort of like the dirty den guy? Oh, what was he called again? Jesse something. Mark, Marcus Tandy. Oh! His, the actor was called Jesse, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. Marcus. 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 <laughs> yeah, his little, his yeah, little, little Spanish bit. bit. Spanish bit, yeah. Yeah. Did it not it end with him speeding off in a speedboat or something, didn't he? That was the final scene of the whole thing or something. Marcus Tandy. But, um, Mate, he was, so, yeah. he was so bad, but he was so sexy with it. Yeah. That was a shocking programme, El Dorado. <laughs> yeah, I think they're, they're probably all on YouTube. They're probably all on Britbox. Um, El Dorado. So, yeah. Two beds of apartment in El Dorado, and then the proceeds of the sale were transferred to Panama. Um... That's all we've got time for for this one. We're gonna be back next it's week. Even good. more, it's getting good. It, the the web is becoming more and more entangled. I, I feel like um, I'm sort of suffocating in the web just reading this Wikipedia page. Yeah, can imagine living it. Oh, imagine living it. Nightmare. Although, worth to that. be fair, it seems that they didn't really give much of a fuck. Um, there doesn't seem to be a great deal of um, worry about what they're doing jetting around all over the place and fishing in Penzance alright we'll be back with more next time thanks very much for listening and goodbye all the best bye Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.